0: Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer.
1: I am your host, Lisa Dene. Hello, I am Sabrina Carmen. I am a singer, songwriter, artist, sync creative, and human. Who enjoys life and the various aspects of life. Fun fact is I very much enjoy making animal noises. And um I would love to do a song like the B52s one day and just have a lot of you know, stuff like that. Sorry if that killed everyone's ears, but I that is something I very much enjoy doing, doing. So. Oh my gosh, wait, that was amazing. <laughs>
2: I'm so sampling
0: that. <laughs> yes. Wait. You need to put that in a song. Like I. Feel I'm like-, like
1: not kidding. Yeah. I'm like really into like goats and dolphins and yeah. It's it just wouldn't it be amazing?
0: So, oh my <laughs> gosh! I love it. Hi, I'm Rebecca
3: McBride. Um, I am a songwriter, s- kind of singer, artist, violinist. I live in LA, and um, fun fact is that I can move my dimples it would be more cool if you could see me but i can like move them it's a really the only fun fact i have
0: what wait move them
3: like i can kind of like i don't know how to explain it i can like pop them out kind of so i can like choose to have dimples sometimes i can have them sometimes i can
0: not have them wow that is wow that's amazing i Um... thought everyone
3: could do that and then i learned (laughs) that that's not an everybody skill
0: Yeah, what? I've never, I'm going to have to, you're going to have to show me that sometime. That is so interesting. I have dimples, but I don't know how to hide them. I'm
3: jealous. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. I wish I could teach it. I'm not sure how (laughs) to do it. But
4: Hey, everybody. My name's Becca. I'm a British expat. I moved to the States uh, like 12 years ago, and I got back into songwriting just a couple of years ago. Um, I guess a fun fact about me is I'm kind of like a part-time witch. <laughs> oh. I'm really into spiritual stuff. I love to read tarot for people. So it's kind of one of my hobbies.
0: Oh, I love that. Do you also have crystals? I
4: have. Yes, I have lots of crystals. Okay. I have crystals everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh, ooh, I like that. I might have to have you read my tarot cards. Anytime. <laughs>
4: I love doing it. I do it for these guys all the time and find oh, really? it crazy. Oh. <laughs> so I was like Ooh. spirit
0: told me this. <laughs> oh my gosh I love that. Yeah I would love to connect.
5: Good morning, afternoon, evening depending on where you're at. I'm Jamie Miller. I'm a singer-songwriter and producer and uh, I did not produce on this track but I uh, produce a poppy DM duo called MMXX and uh, currently have a side project as well with uh, Rebecca and Becca Wilbur here, uh, called RJR, Uh, we're a sync songwriting trio. And um, yeah, I'd say a fun fact about me, uh, probably be that I'm a big fan of like gore pop art, like anything gory, but also like pop culture. So like if like Bart Simpson's face is getting ripped off and reveals a skeleton underneath or something, that'd be fantastic in my opinion, so.
0: Oh, wow. I love that. Wow. I love getting to know you guys. I'm like, I feel like I really enjoy a lot of the things that you guys are into. So that's really cool. Um, do you, do you love like Halloween?
5: Uh, Halloween's a fun time. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely, I don't go all out, but, uh, I'm more so, I just, I really enjoy like the pop culture references. And, uh, usually in most of those cases, they're pretty bright and vibrant actually. And like the, Mm -hmm. the pop art side of things, but yeah it's a, it's just a fun little hobby i have uh trying to find new artists um there's a lot of amazing artists across the world who do this style so it's really oh, fun wow. to look for them
0: i'll have to check them out uh do you have a favorite in particular
5: Ooh, that's a that's a tough one but uh probably um ghost free hood so
0: okay.
5: it's like all one word but it, it was named after like a fish album or no i'm sorry a fish live set um oh Three songs they played in a row, Ghost Free and Hood. And uh he just went with that name it's it's stuck, it's stuck and uh he's been slowly growing popularity. He's got some like Rick and Rick and Morty co- comic covers oh. and uh some other stuff.
0: Okay. All right, I'll have to check him out. Thanks. Yeah, no worries.
2: Hello, I am Matthew Rickert. Uh sometimes go by the alias matrick. Um, and I produced this song. Um, I'm trying to give a fun fact about me. I like to collect cologne like oh. an obscene amount of cologne
0: <laughs> interesting
2: yeah i don't know I, I can't i don't know if i can beat the ripping bart simpson's face off <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i don't think compete with him
0: what's your uh what's your favorite do you have a favorite it's a hard I, it, i'm like weird
2: like i have a favorite per season if that makes sense so Oh, okay
0: that's, okay that's like, but yeah i like the house of uh creed and
2: Lilabo and Mason Francis-Curdishon are my three favorites if I had to pick.
0: Interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to smell those. I haven't heard of those. <laughs> All right. Today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Dreaming Wide Awake by Sabrina Carmen. Uh, there are a lot of you involved in this song, but let's start with the lyrics for it. So, what is this song about, and what inspired you all to write it?
1: Awesome, yeah, I guess i'll I'll kind of start and then everyone can kind of just chime in and it this this song has been a little bit of a whirlwind, <laughs> so if there's anything I'm remembering incorrectly or i'm I'm sure that there are bits and pieces we all remember that stand out to us. but um, it's about escapism and transcendence and, um, the magic of what dreams are, whether you're asleep or the dreams you have for your life and just being able to pull that into waking realm and, um, dreaming while you're wide awake and just chasing after, um, that magic and wanting to be in that surrealism and, um, in that place. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about it.
0: Now, when it came to this idea, Sabrina, were you the one that kind of presented it to the group or did someone else have this idea and it was kind of just a decision to be made that you would be the artist on it?
1: Um, so, yeah, if I if I remember correctly and then again, everyone can uh, share their their story on it as well. But um, I love the theme of dreams um and was kind of working on a brain dump of dreams and the phrase dreaming wide awake and sitting under stars was something that popped up in a very um aggressive verbose brain dump that i made really a bunch of gibberish but those were two phrases that happened to be in it um and just kind of i am more of a melody person and mm-hmm. so just little mel- melodic ideas were coming but those were two phrases that were there And, um, when we scheduled our write, um, I shared everything with RJR again, that's, um, Rebecca, Jamie and Rebecca, or Mm -hmm. Rebecca is also Becca. (laughs) And, um, yeah, um, they kind of combed through, uh, the brain dump and picked out things that they liked and the lyrics. And when we came across dreaming wide awake, we all kind of liked it and just felt like oh wow like this this is the theme this is the title and i think i think that because we're all dreamers um at heart that it was um it was very just it was a surreal few hours really because it kind of came together the first draft of this came together fairly quickly and fairly effortlessly as far as like the lyrics and the the main melody were concerned um and then yeah, and Becca's such a fiery lyricist. Um, she like went to town on the lyrics and found she just painted all this imagery, and it just it just worked. Everything was just like yes, 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 one thing after another. So that's how I remember it.
4: Yeah, I I very much remember it that way. I I do recall that we all really wanted to write a dream song. I know that it was something that I had wanted to for a long time, but hadn't. Mm-hmm. And then we got into the session with Sabrina and Sabrina amazing to work with. She always brings like melodic ideas to the, to the rights or lyrical ideas. And then we all sort of, it's almost like a dream in the sessions because we're all bringing these ideas and you kind of don't know where one thing starts and one thing ends. And it just sort of like, like she said, painted itself. And I, I do love you know, I am a lyricist and I like to throw things into this shared document that we have. And then we all kind of collectively pick through things and Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, that's nice. that's a great visual or, you know, how about this? Or how about this? So it was just a great experience.
0: Was there a particular lyric that stood out to all of you? I think you guys said it was dreaming wide awake, right? Or what was the Yeah, I guess I would want to know what the specific, like, phrasing that stood out to all of you where you were like, okay, this is where we can start with the lyrics.
3: This might be kind of cliche, but at least if my memory serves me right, I think we, I think Sabrina came up with the verse in the pre-chorus before our right, and she had the sitting under stars. And I think she had some other elements of the first verse too there, but like, I think we kind of, usually we when we write, we kind of start with the chorus. And I guess we had the idea, like the Dreaming Wide Awake that we wanted to aim for when we got to mm-hmm. the chorus. But I think the song was a little non-traditional in how we wrote it in terms of, I think we started with a verse and kind of worked our way through it, kind of like a story. Um, and I think, or what I love about this song is just like the there's so many visual imagery mm-hmm. elements to it that create this feeling. So I think for me, it was just like, Sitting Under Stars, I was like, what does that mean? Where does that take us from here? And that's what hooked me, at least.
0: Becca,
4: did you have something to add to that? Um, a little bit. For, I mean, for me, it is very much a song about dreams, but it's also, I mean, for me, dreaming is kind of like a wondrous and a scary place. It's that bridge almost between here and the beyond. Mm. So I definitely wanted to pull that into the story. Um, And Rebecca's right. We did start with the verse and the pre and we built into the the chorus. And I, I do remember we had slightly different versions of the verse at one point. It was a little bit sped up and then slowed down and then more spacious. And yeah, definitely Sabrina, you brought in the the verse melodies and the pre-melodies and it just kind of grew from there
0: yeah what was the first uh, melody that you had in mind Sabrina
1: okay so I, I actually Lisa I found the first voice well not the very first one the one of the voice memos um so I'm gonna send it to you um because it's so funny like listening back to it um you know just to hear where it started and then how it sounds now you know it's just it really wasn't evolution but so actually <laughs> this is kind of funny I I don't know if everybody knows this but I was watching Cobra Kai okay <laughs> and there was this song on in the background and it was just an instrumental it wasn't it didn't have any words or lyrics or a vocal or anything and something about it captured me and it was just kind of like dun dun Ba, ba. And then I all of a sudden, in my head, just went sitting under, stars, which I'm totally singing in the wrong key right now, but that was where it started. And then mm-hmm. I took out my phone because but because I wanted to keep watching Cobra Kai, so I just <laughs> you can literally hear Cobra Kai in the background of the very first voice memo where I'm like, da, na, 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 like something like that. And then the next morning was when I sat down and like tried to you know flow in that space a little more and mm-hmm. you know etc so that's the one I'm going to send you because the Cobra Kai in the background is just like kind of ridiculous so
0: <laughs> yeah that's really funny yeah you, you got to uh, definitely got to whip out your phone when you have like random melodies pop into your head at random times so
1: yes any any hour of the day or night <laughs> yeah <clears throat> sitting out in the star
4: I had an end you We'll do nothing no. wrong This ain't all we do
1: Lones before we go Won't
3: I up with you And I just had enough Won't I
1: know
0: well, let's talk about the production for this one. Did you guys, you guys, it sounds like you had the melody and the lyrics first before taking it to production. So, did you guys already envision what you wanted to use to build around
4: everything? Yeah, we we created a great demo. I think Rebecca may have sung the demo originally. And it's beautiful. The the harmonies were already there. It really created the soundscape that I think Matt then used that to build upon.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. You guys just sent me, it it was pretty dreamy already. Like Mm -hmm. the original demo. I think, I don't know if you guys played it for someone and they were like, this is great, you know. Um, but yeah, they sent me just pretty much the vocals, and then I kind of took it and just kind of, well, there's a lot of stories with this, with this one, <laughs> good stories, but um, I kind of just took it, and it uh, it ex- it made my computer explode, quite literally.
0: Oh,
2: it, it shorted <laughs> oh out no. It shorted out my, because uh, <laughs> there's so many tracks of vocals, like, oh. literally happening, so I just got a new computer, and so, yeah, it was a whole thing, but we joke around. It was, what's the phrase we use, guys? You lyricists who are better at wording things than me.
1: I was like, I think it's the coolest thing. I was like, this track is so fire. That's- Matt's computer literally <laughs> blew like an app just <laughs> fire and blew up. And it slowed down the production process. Oh, of yeah. course, literally he needed to get a new computer, but oh no. It was, I mean, I hate to say well, everything happens for a reason, but like right. it was like kind of like a, like horrible in the moment and now. Well, I mean it's still horrible, I guess, Matt, because that sucked for you, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, wow, what a story,
2: you know? Little PTSD, but it's fine. Um, Oh no, no, but no, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. Yeah, I mean, the production wise, I, it was fun, just kind of just trying to create that ethereal, Mm -hmm. really capture that what she just described, like you're in that in between worlds place, kind of. And I love cinematic music. I love it, love it, love it. So any excuse to do tracks where I get to, kind of release that, you know, like I do a lot of pop music and a lot of EDM, which I love too. But Mm -hmm. when you get to do these more like, I don't know how to, deeper tracks, you could say, Mm -hmm. you get to really just kind of let go and just have fun with it and write and be experimental. And like, there's like all these like harmonizer effects underneath her to give it like this weird digital meets analog sound. And yeah, uh, but it was, it was fun for sure, making this one and
0: Did anything change in the production, like from the demo that they sent you? Yeah.
5: I would say we had countless revisions on this one.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, really? But like, yeah, I mean, they got, I mean, to try to remember. It was
2: like the vocals were kind of how, I mean, a little less full, but it was mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. But then it was just piano, I think. Mm. Am I remembering that correctly?
1: Well, yeah, It was more. it was more like vocal revisions, if I remember correctly, because at first it was like this song went through quite a few changes and it's just interesting to think of like you know all the phases it went through in the recording process so mm-hmm. we um first it was like a very like sleepy moody dreamy Lana Del Rey type vibe the entire way through okay and then i had a conversation with um all of them but especially Jamie and Rebecca were like man like i almost feel like there should be like more dynamics in this mm. like could you can you belt like can you like bring something more like to the bridge and to the chorus and i was like actually yeah um i don't <laughs> sing like that all the time but we can we can do it and i'm telling you guys it's going to be really loud but if matt can you know process it and compress it and do his magic on it then maybe it'll be cool and um and then we also have the last chorus ending softly um at one point in time and now from the bridge out it kind of builds and builds and mm-hmm. the last chorus is big and yeah. so it just kind of it took a different turn and um I, the other way was also beautiful but this way i love it like the bridge is my favorite part because i can literally see someone like falling off of like a mountain like and I know (laughs) it's just like not that I want someone to fall off a mountain (laughs) but they're like almost falling back into the clouds or the ocean Mm -hmm. or something and they're just like reaching for their magic or something you know
2: it started off with like so many less drums too I think that was you're talking about the dynamics so if you really like listen just to the instrumental there's so many everything's filtered kind of at the beginning like you're in that fuzzy Mm -hmm. part of sleep Ooh. Once again, kind of cheesy, but I I love just creating the imagery through the sound.
0: Yeah, no, I like that. Because at
2: the end of the day, that's what you're doing, you know. As a as a producer, that's your job. And right, yeah, it was it was fun to do that. Like in like every hook, kind of open the filter just a little bit, and then what she's saying in the bridge, everything's finally completely open into the last hook, and then the last word of the song, awake. There's like no reverb; it's just clean.
0: Yeah, like almost like wait
2: that. wait a minute. Okay, I'm back. But it's like that bittersweet moment when you have like an amazing. You're in that place and then you wake up back to reality and you're like, it's almost jarring. Like, wait, where where am I? What? Let me go back.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that. Wow. I I feel so sad that I did not put that together (laughs) on my own. But what you just painted for me, like I totally see that listening to this song and then i did notice the ending too of what you just mentioned like how um yeah there's nothing on her vocals super clean uh to end the song so it totally makes sense i love i love 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 those choices
2: yeah no thank you yeah it was it was fun it's all purposeful it wasn't no (laughs) minus the computer exploding it was all purposeful
0: oh no (laughs) rebecca did you want to add something
3: Oh, I was just going to say that another interesting thing about the bridge was that we actually didn't write it during our initial writing session. We had had a a non-lyrical bridge that was a lot more like, I mean, I think we kind of, they just talked about how like we had the song grow a lot more in dynamics and Mm -hmm. in our original demo and envisionment. And like, I don't know if that was a word, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) but we were envisioning the song and um for the we actually we tried a different bridge and it wasn't really working so we had another writing session to write the bridge um and I'm so glad we did because like Sabrina said it's one of my my favorite parts of the song as well
1: actually I remember our old melody for the original bridge uh wasn't it like something like that right yeah it was close to that yeah something.
5: that was definitely
1: crazy yeah also I have a voice memo of the bridge idea um the one that we uh built the main bridge off of that we have in the chorus Mm -hmm. and the song I can send that to you too okay cool another idea um but if I wake tonight it may be me the last time if i bought da sides and then building somewhere i don't know if it would be an octave or a harmony or going into the sky thing or whatever but i also kind of like i actually like this melody so much maybe this is a different song or maybe it works really well um, for this. I, I Something about it feels poignant to me, this one.
0: I, I'm curious, did you guys keep all the other versions?
4: I have them. <laughs> okay. You just for, you know, for the heck of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know a lot of you guys write for Sync, too. So, you know, I think it
4: would be cool to have
0: you know, all these different versions available just in case yeah, you I'm pretty
4: sure. can see them in different scenes. Yeah, I think yeah. I have the original demo with the original U-Bridge, the updated okay. demo. I definitely have the first full finished version of the song and then maybe a couple of different mixes of Matt's production as it morphed into the final version, something like that. Matt, was there something you wanted to add?
2: Well, I was just, no, she kind of just said, I was going to say, yeah, we, I mean, I, I never delete anything. So and we, yeah, we have, <laughs> I think, I think this one went through I, actually I have it right in front of me. I can tell you, I think it had like, I want to say 19, like V19. Oh my gosh. The last one. Um, But that's only because anytime I send something out, you know, I like to always label it. Like I'll, I'll literally label it. Like V12 second right, version right, right. sent out to group, but yeah, no, but it was all like little things like, like adding like the cool next layer of vocals or, you know, like that kind of stuff. Or like okay, now we're adding drums, like cinematic drums here. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I think somewhere I have you know, version 3 is probably the most stripped down version. Um it does exist. Yes. <laughs> For sure.
0: Um I just I yeah, I really love those harmony stacks and the choices um as far as like which words to put the harmonies on, I felt like uh I, I There's, there's again, just this, like, cinematic build throughout the song, and I really, really feel that moment of, like, I don't know if I want to say clarity, but I just, I feel that big, big chorus at the end, and it really is so captivating, you guys. I just... Uh, I think I like got chills like throughout the whole thing as it just continued to build. So I really, really love it. And I'm such a sucker for huge harmony stacks and I felt all of them. So just uh, very, very well done. You guys, I really enjoyed it.
4: Appreciate it. Thank Thank you so
0: much. It's um, thank
4: you. I mean, thank you. Yeah. We kept some of Rebecca's vocals in there as well. I think on those harmony, stacks, right. So in those moments, it's, it's a little bit of a angelic choral mesh of their two sounds, yeah, a mix of frequencies. I think is just really special. Um, and then like Sabrina kind of floating over the top. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a sea of, of voices in there for sure. I may have added some in too lately. <laughs> I just don't tell anyone. Did
4: you Did really? I,
2: yeah, yeah well a low octave always like a nice little but you, you don't even hear it it's like for <laughs> that texture but yeah there's so many vocal tracks on this one it's i think I, sabrina i think you, did i send you the acapella
1: oh my god absolutely no i would love to hear that that would be amazing
0: oh yeah this for ver- this acapella version that would be so dope
2: like literally it would honestly it would probably sound like uh you know what's that song hide and seek by imogen
0: oh yeah i want it yep because there is the harmonizer in there too like
2: that she used like I because that Imogen Heave low-key is one of my favorite artists still
0: yeah no fantastic
2: and uh yeah that was kind of in my head that was what I was thinking vocally I don't know I know it doesn't sound as digital it's more analog sounding but like that was in my head when I was hearing that like weird but cool grab you vocal kind of thing
0: oh yeah no yeah I want to hear that (laughs) So I actually wanted to know about the intro of this song because, you know, it's intros are extremely important and they're like the music industry now is kind of always like telling us, like, please stop giving us long intros. This one pretty much goes right into it. But did it take you guys a while to figure out what to do for the intro?
3: If I remember, I think I made came up with the intro in the demo process is that when that happened
2: yeah i mean i just copied what the original demo was because it just felt it didn't feel right to have like add anything else it just flowed so well just like little like simple air established the fact that it's going to be ethereal and then bam vocal
3: yeah and i think the reason i did that was because sabrina had well i mean her melody starts like on an odd part of the bar, like if you do one two three four one two, sit under stars. I was trying to figure out how to get the listener into a meter
0: oh. because
3: it doesn't start like it starts in an odd place of the bar. Right. And I was like, I guess if we just put like a, a synth holding out for for two measures, and I I think it's really cool in the verse how it you it feels floaty it feels dreamy you can't really very like you you know where the beat is but it doesn't um you know it's not super rhythmic mm-hmm. I guess so I think I, I think the intro actually just came about because I wasn't sure how to start it and I was like well let's just throw in a synth and um have Sabrina and the piano just carry us into the song
1: Rebecca that's so cool to hear you talk about that because I had no idea and you know how when you write something you're not thinking about like oh the meter or or what what beat you're coming in on or anything like that and it but of course when you're when you're you know producing a song you must you have to think about all those things and I I just think it's really cool that that was your thought process on that I had no idea
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fun learning about the song after we finished it (laughs) I never knew Matt was on the track either
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm on, I'm on most of the tracks you guys sent me. I just don't tell you, but it's just layer. it's just for the layer. I, I have I have a complex. I have to be on every song. So.
0: <laughs> well, um, I want to know what your guys' favorite lyric line is in this song. So whoever wants to start with that one. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I'm really partial to the first verse. I just think it's so... Pretty, sitting on the stars in a sea of lights. Compass of my heart, navigate the skies. It's just like, it's just so poetic. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't think I can pick a favorite, but <laughs> the line that comes to me the most when I think about the song is that if I fall asleep, would you follow me to the other side? Mm-hmm. And I think when we wrote it, I think all of us had like a slightly different interpretation of what that meant, and I think. Like, that's just a line that every time I think about the song, I'm like, what does that mean to me today? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, it, it. I always contemplate that line. So I guess that's probably my favorite.
0: Yeah,
2: that's my I didn't write the lyric. I have nothing to do with lyrics, so, but that's my favorite line, too. And it's because I, I'm a Harry Potter fan, but I always think about that. <laughs> yes. Spoiler, that veil, spoiler alert, but I always think about that like veil, but like like Tim Burton style, like if like someone you love, like went through it mm-hmm. and would you walk through it with them? You know what oh, I'm saying? Like that—that yeah. that, was—that's how I interpret it. But I don't know if that was the intention. But that was my.
3: Yeah.
4: We had discussions during the writing session about the meaning of that specific lyric. I Rebecca's right. I recall us talking about it and what it meant, and whether it was, you know, too conceptual or mm. just conceptual enough. Mm-hmm. You know. But then I think we all settled on the fact that we loved that it was so open to interpretation yeah allowed for that mystery like what is this song about it could be about so many different things to different people at different times okay
1: <laughs> um they they took my favorites already um <laughs> but uh Gosh, I just, I love how all of this piece together so much. It's, it's hard to pick one true favorite, but I also love the bridge um, for actually similar reasons that um, they were all mentioning about the veil and the other side and, and, you know, meeting this thing or this person or or yourself right Um, at, at the divide, right? It's if I wake tonight, it may be the last time two worlds intertwined meet me at the divide And I love that because it's just like your, your waking world and your dream world are intertwined and Mm -hmm. they're right there. It's right at the cusp of what are you going to wake up? Are you going to stay there? Are you going to pull that magic with you into your, uh, everyday reality? Um, and so I like that. And then, um, it continues with, if I wake tonight, it may be the last time fighting with my mind. And I just think it's, um, it's portrays like that struggle that um we all have of you know if you have an amazing dream holding on to that or whatever the dream is you have for your life or if it's a lucid dream you're making your way through or, or whatever it is you know and just that that human condition and fighting that human condition and your consciousness
5: yeah definitely Definitely agree with that. And I actually was going to say the bridge um, also. So it's funny. You just literally described exactly what I was going to say too. (laughs) Um, But um, I do, I'll touch on some other things though about the bridge. We used to have, we did have like a a brain dump before. And I saw some of the lyrics just now, fighting with my eyes and if I escape the night, like words we never used in the song. And um, I just think it it just further kind of gives you the, uh, it kind of portrays like, what we were going for here with this is like the general theme of it all. It could be for good or bad, whatever happens. If I wake tonight, it may be the last time. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Two worlds intertwined, maybe a divide. Um, and like fighting with your mind and have like, you know, it's almost like, you, it's it's hard to tell whether experience is good or bad in that scenario, which is a good thing for generality and songwriting so that right. more people can relate to it. But, um, I, I do like that about that. Uh, it's very poetic. And, uh, the two lines that did stick out to me the most were the, the chorus, uh, if I fall asleep, would you follow me to the other side? and The bridge to me, uh, I think those were extremely poetic. But the whole song I, overall was written very poetic. Like even the, the verses and stuff like Becca was saying it was just beautiful. Like you know, sitting under stars in a sea of lights, like really paints a picture.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. I, I love the visuals that you guys created. And I also love lyrics too. Like you guys said, you all kind of had different interpretations of some of the lines and and I love songs like that because sometimes for me it's like when I hear a song it it really depends on where I am in life but then I listen to it another time and either it's super nostalgic and brings me back to that moment or I interpret it differently depending on you know my new path that I'm on so I really like that I'm curious I'm guessing I kind of know the answer to this but do you guys believe that, you know, when you're dreaming, that it really relates to what's happening in your waking life? I, I
4: do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. I
4: do. I loosely dream. I, t- I told Sabrina was doing some really cool posts about dreams and anticipation released of this song and she did a post about lucid dreaming and I commented ah lucid dream like I love dreaming I have entire adventures in dreaming yeah and I also am very attached because I'm such a spiritual person to the idea of you know past lives and coexisting timelines and are we experiencing ourselves in a different mm-hmm. timeline when we're dreaming is it us from a different lifetime like is it prophetic mm-hmm. there's just Dreaming is such a fascinating subject, you know, so amazing. And we spend so much time asleep. Sorry, go ahead, Jamie.
5: All good. Uh, it's it's hard with like five people, obviously. But uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: uh, but I agree. I think you know existentialism is a fascinating topic, and uh, you know that kind of plays in and ties into the the whole theme of dreaming too, which is really fascinating to think about. But that's it. That's all I wanted yeah. to say. Stupid. <laughs>
1: Yeah no I just I love what both of you are just saying about that and then yeah about the whole lucid dreaming thing um there was this cool quote I found about just how how much we sleep right and and you know how often we dream um in a single evening in our sleep and just the numbers on that and um there was this quote that said if you must sleep through a third of your life why should you sleep through your dreams too and i just thought that was oh. so profound um uh yeah it just really affected me so yeah I felt like that quote embodied this song and just how I feel about dreams in general yeah. and yeah lucid dreaming and the whole etherealness of this world and um what it means to be alive do you guys have a favorite production
0: element in the song Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, this is going to be hard for me. <laughs> As a producer, I have like a lot of favorite elements. But um, man, I love the use of strings. I'll just say that. I think Matt did a really nice job with the strings in this. Um, but also, uh, obviously, I think a lot of us will agree that the the uh, vocoder, mm-hmm. effect that I Matt added was incredible.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm gonna, I'll, oh, I'll
2: have to that. find that. I'm going to find it and bounce it, just the vocoder
3: part. Yeah, please do. I want to hear it. Um, but I was going to agree with Jamie. I, I love the vocal treatment. Just, I I mean, I'm pers- partial to vocals anyway, but mm-hmm. um, the I was kind of imagining that with the song in general when we wrote it and Matt just took it to like a different level, which is awesome. And I, I'm not the most producer inclined person, but I don't know what Matt did. But when that last chorus hits, it's just like my favorite moment of the song. Mm-hmm. So whatever he did there
1: would yeah, <laughs> be sure. my favorite. Yeah, he's got some secret sauce for sure.
4: <laughs> I think um, what I really liked is I obviously because it's such a vocal led production,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I didn't really fully listen to the instrumental. I think he he may have sent the instrumental to us at the end and I listened to the, just the instrumental. And you don't realize just the symphony of different sounds and frequencies that are just like balancing around the vocal mm-hmm. to create this like sonic landscape. And um there were like parts that I just didn't even think to listen for or hear when I was listening to the version with the vocals. So um he's very, very talented and skilled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well thank you. Thank you guys. Well I definitely love like I said I've always wanted to do film composition and I just mm-hmm. for whatever reason have a lot of my placements have been a little bit more in the pop realm which I love too. But like it's just so much fun to be able to tap into that part of you, yeah. You know, and I grew up. Well, I mean, Danny Elfman and John Williams and uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, even Alan Menken, like the Disney Renaissance, like all that stuff is just has a special place in my heart. What's that movie? Anastasia. Just all that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, uh, so good.
2: I know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But just the way, like, there's something about that sound. is just kind of ingrained in my brain. Um, So this was fun because this gives me an excuse to, you know, like go as cl- go as stringy as you want go as classical as you want
0: <laughs> was this the first time you kind of did more of a sim- cinematic um pop song um uh, no no not
2: a, well I'll, I'll say this this was the first one of this like caliber of like this okay aggressive of one I- i've I've kind of experimented before yeah i mean we we did another one another song oh all of you, yeah all of us right but that was kind of kind of in the same vein but not not as it's a little i mean it's different in the sense that this is so vocally driven mm-hmm. actually to be honest this one was hard to produce because of the fact that it's so vocally driven because every element you choose mm-hmm. has to like how do i say this sometimes like in production i feel like you use the track to enhance the vocal Right. You know, but when in this track, the vocal is such a focal point. You're almost the track is just almost like like even Becca just said this. It's almost an it's a it's an afterthought, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in like you're 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 when you're listening, your ears are so you're just focused on the vocal. So what's ever going on in this track is occurring, but you shouldn't be focusing on that. So I was trying to keep it like subtle, but big enough, you know, where when it hits, you feel it. Um, but you're always still like listening to Sabrina. That was at least my right. goal with it, you know. If if you if you start to hear other things and you're not listening to Sabrina, I, I'm I didn't do my job.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No. I I agree with all of that. Yeah. Because when I first heard it, and luckily I could hear the instrumental, but not everyone's going to be able to hear the instrumental. But um, yeah. When I first listened to it, it did kind of sound like the production. It was more like minimal. But then when you hear, listen to the instrumental, you can hear all those little nuances that you added to really like strengthen certain parts, um, and help, help push the vocal forward. But like you said, without taking away, um, that emotion and the dynamic that she created with her vocals. So yeah, again, I just, I think you guys did a really, really great job on this one. Thank you.
1: Thank you. We appreciate that so much. Sabrina, did you have a favorite production element? I don't know if we got to yours. Oh, well, I just, I don't know. I love the whole thing. And everyone kind of already, you know, touched upon that. Um, I'm also kind of partial uh, to vocals. Um, I love how Matt treated them. um, And the vocoder, I just love that effect so much. And um, yeah, for me, it's just how all of the pieces came together Mm -hmm. to support one another. Um, I think that's just my favorite part about it, but, but yeah, just the treatment of the vocals is just, he's just very good at what he does and he's very patient and very hardworking. There were a (laughs) lot of revisions on this to get it, you know, to, to the point where all of us were happy with it. So it was not without challenges for sure, but so worth it. And, um, I just, feel very grateful and blessed. And I love this team so much. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that <laughs> Matt had to deal with his uh, computer problems. Sorry about that. Uh, were there any other, and then anything else that we discussed, um, were there any other roadblocks that you guys
4: hit that we
0: haven't talked about
4: yet? Sort of. For me, though, was definitely a roadblock, when we transitioned to the stronger vocal Mm. because um, I really loved the original finished version and I did question whether we were making the right decision but then when I heard the finished product and I compared the two Mm -hmm. there really there really isn't a comparison they're both beautiful in different ways but this more dramatic um interpretation and the the way that Sabrina like takes I, honestly her her belt is insane but also transitioning from that soft chorus that we originally had at the end to this like huge build into this big dramatic finale is it's sort of like it was yes, definitely a bucket list thing in terms of songwriting and production um and I think maybe It Well, it's not a maybe. It was the right choice, but it was also a difficult one because we did have a finished song and it was like, hey, this is a finished song and it sounds great, but the others on the team were like, but it could be more, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was definitely a challenge.
0: How much time was in between those two versions? Because I can imagine you probably like sat with the original finished one and that's probably also didn't help like when you guys decide to go um to what is now like the final
1: version yeah that's interesting does anyone know the timeline because again all of this is a little bit of a whirlwind for me i just know that we we started this whole thing around like november 2020 as far as the song and then okay production wise i think we began in january does that sound right guys okay okay yeah yeah and then um I think before did we get the oh we got the final first version the softer version after Matt's computer crashed I I believe is that correct
2: yeah okay yeah I remember so, yeah I had to add the harmonizer that was the last thing I had to do and then it literally my, my computer started smoking
0: oh it, oh my gosh
2: it's a yeah so I which is really rare for these types but it, it happen? <gasps> and they just told me it was just a faulty part, but it like oh, no. just started smoking halfway through as I was doing the. Cause, and I think it's because there was just so many tracks running. Normally, that's never an issue, but
0: yeah,
2: you know when there's so much going on, if there's a faulty whatever, that'll do it. But I didn't send you guys anything because I remember having to leave that horrible message of I finished it, but you can't hear it oh. for like a month. <laughs>
0: no,
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, so was, was so we wild. had a lot of like little breaks. I feel like we had a lot of breaks okay. between versions or something. I feel like I, I could be going crazy here, but I feel like we had, that was one, that was the big break. And then we started working on again. And I feel like we had like another week or two break and people, you guys kind of, we sat with it and then the final vocal was sent to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just interested to know, cause yeah, sometimes if you're like sitting with something for so long, it's hard to, you know, kind of reimagine reimagine it in a different way
5: yeah so. this there's a term i always use uh, demoitis is what it is because um, you get so used to it and you get used to that yeah. first version of it that it's like you have demoitis you just don't want anything else you just want that original thing um but i like i looked like the that this team was very open-minded you know being able mm-hmm. to like just have that ability to say you know we could try this like it's like you know i think i'm proud of everybody for just like putting in that effort. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and again, you guys, I mean, you could potentially, you know, release the soft version. I I mean again, it's not it's another way to interpret the song, right? So it could even just work as as like some sort of piece of content, but Very but true. You just have it in your yeah, you have it in your back pocket.
5: Yeah,
1: I love it. You know what
5: they say. Oh sorry.
1: Yo, you go. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, you know what they say about sync, you know, you can't have too many alt versions. So
1: yes. it doesn't, mm. doesn't
5: hurt. So yeah, having a softer version might actually help in some scenarios.
0: No, for sure, for sure. And now I want to hear it too. And I'm sure everyone else is gonna want to hear it since we've been talking about it.
1: <laughs> also, Matt, you so. have to send us the vocoder stem and the uh, uh acapella because what the heck? That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I definitely I think yeah. I thought you had the maybe you don't. Know, I
1: thought it was in the folder.
0: Yeah, you should definitely have um that'd be cool, too, to just have like an acapella version, whether that's like I don't know if you have the vocoder in the acapella version or if you would send it fully dry. But um, but yeah, just even building an acapella version of the song, I think would be really dope and like incorporating like vocoders here and there. That'd be cool. But that's I just my love <laughs> that idea.
5: <laughs> and somebody's getting points.
4: <laughs> I can hear Rebecca coming up with the parts as you speak.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I want to. I want to hear it. <laughs> awesome. Well, do you guys have any other cool, interesting facts about the writing, the production, or even the recording
1: process of this song? I I'd like to say just one thing because I don't know if it was actually said yet, but um. Jamie and Matt knew each other uh, from years prior from different artistic things they were involved in, which they can go into detail if if they like. Um, But um, the rest of us, uh, and and Jamie as well, we met in an online course um, in the pandemic. And what I think is beautiful about this is that all of this was done remotely um, via Zoom, audio movers, um, and with the exception of Jamie and Matt, we haven't met in person yet. And, oh. um, uh, I just think it's kind of interesting and beautiful that, um, you know, technology has isolated so many people, but I also feel like it's brought a lot of people together mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just really grateful for the internet. Um, as, as silly as that sounds, just because, um, you know, even with all of this being virtual in different time zones, you know, cause Rebecca and I are both in LA and, um, uh Jamie and Matt are in Chicago and Becca's in Virginia. And so we're dealing with all these time zones and you know, trying to make things work and write and record and listen and take notes and all this good stuff. And um, it's just really cool when you have a deep connection, your creativity really can be limitless. And I love working with them so much. I feel as comfortable working with them um as I do being in the same room with collaborators I've known for years. So um I did just want to say that because um I think it's kind of cool how that worked out yeah
5: we feel the same probably everybody would say so i would assume
2: (laughs) i definitely definitely feel the same
4: there is definitely magic to when we write together um it feels very easy and effortless the writing process itself we all just it's like all these pieces coming together you know we have great we have a great time on rights um like we've yeah Serena nailed it we've we've done all our rights over zoom um and they can be anywhere from two hours to i don't know what's the longest right we've had probably the shadows of the night song that was at least <laughs> 10 hours like 10 hours Ooh, on <laughs> zoom that was a long one. Oh my gosh that it was a long one uh, probably two hours of which was deciding on the title <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
1: my gosh <laughs> Oh my gosh and you know what's funny about that one that was one of the words that we didn't come in with ideas with, with all of us oh. we're just like Wait, what are we doing today <laughs> I don't know and it's just interesting you know how sometimes it really does pay to do some homework yeah. and like really think about it you know
4: yeah that's very true we do tend to write really well when we bring ideas in and so, like I said Sabrina brings great ideas in a lot of her songs and collaborations that we've done she'll we've got you know facebook we've got so many facebook chat groups going dark hearts rjr care bears team and you know she'll drop the singe like what about this idea and this idea and we're like oh we love it (laughs) let's write (laughs) oh
3: it was just great working with all of you and thank you so much for having us discuss the song lisa it's great to re like revisit it again after we've I think we finished it a couple months ago and it's, mm-hmm. it's great to dive back into it and you know hear stories
0: about it yeah no I'm excited for you guys and um Sabrina that leads me to you can you tell everyone where and when they can download and stream Dreaming Wide Awake and we'll do this for everyone but Sabrina can you start where they can follow you on social media
1: yeah, sure. So um the song is going to be released on Friday, August 13th. My
0: favorite
4: Friday day. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. That was back, that was also Becca's <laughs> idea. Yeah. She was like, oh yeah, that's that's it. So 40 <laughs> no, guys spirit told me that had to be the day.
0: <laughs> it's the only Friday the thirteenth, right? Of the year? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. So it ended up working out perfectly. We're really excited about it. Um, so yeah, Friday, August 13th on, you know, all streaming platforms. Um, you can find it on Spotify under Sabrina Carmen, um, YouTube, um, just under Sabrina Carmen and Instagram is I am Sabrina Carmen because there was a Sabrina Carmen who doesn't even post anything actively oh, on Instagram, but she that. has it. So it's under I am Sabrina Carman and most other socials are under that as well, but you, you'll you find me pretty easily. <laughs> awesome.
0: Jamie, can you tell everyone where they can follow you on social media?
5: Yeah, uh, you could follow me on Instagram, either at underscore M-L-L-Z underscore, or you can just follow uh, RJR's account at uh, RJR
2: songs.
0: Love it. And Matt? The best way to get a hold of me would be
2: Instagram.com slash Matt Rickert Music. That would be the quickest. My social security number, if you guys want it.
4: I want it. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a pen ready. But...
2: I'd rather have your credit card number. That's oh, a yes. Credit more card. Valuable.
4: <laughs> I just want your crypto accounts. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
2: The like the five dollar the five dollars of Doge. Oh my
3: gosh.
4: All right.
0: And Rebecca.
3: You can follow me on Instagram at Rebecca McBride Music or like Jamie said, RJR Songs.
0: And last but not least, Becca. You can follow
4: me at sweet.music or RJR Songs. All right.
0: Thank you guys so much for coming on SoundScrum. I loved learning the whole process of this I'm so thankful and appreciate all of you guys for coming on and really giving a thorough breakdown of how this song came together Um, and yeah I'm really looking forward to hearing the other two versions as well awesome
4: thank you so much Lisa thank you Lisa for having us on It's a yeah thank you yeah thank you Lisa
5: thank you Lisa this was so much fun
2: sitting under stars.
0: Can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Danay, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at LisaDenay Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit LisaDenay.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening.